start again now that the modern technology is with us. But with the Lord's help, I would like to draw your attention to that chapter that we read together from the book of, of Hosea, from the prophecy of Hosea, and to particularly base our thoughts this morning upon verse 4, where we read, Yea, he had power over the angel and prevailed. He wept and made supplication unto him. He found him in Bethel, and there he spake with us. Of course, uh, Hosea is speaking under the inspiration of the Spirit of God, and he is speaking, uh, or writing, I should say, uh, of uh, Jacob. He is writing of, uh, of the um, uh, experiences of, of Jacob, one of which we uh, uh, read this morning in uh, the um, uh, 30... Uh, uh, 32nd chapter of the book of Genesis and we'll come on to that uh, shortly but uh, you may wonder why I've chosen something, uh, an, ob- an obscure verse in one of the minor prophets there are 12 minor prophets they are only called minor because they are shorter uh, than the, uh, pro- uh, the major prophets uh, and uh, Hosea is, is, is classed as the uh, first of uh, uh, the minor prophets, finishing up with uh, the book of uh, Malachi, uh, which is uh, with, uh, and after which there were 400 uh, silent years uh, w- uh, between Malachi and the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, or shall I say, the, uh, the the coming of John the Baptist, who proclaimed the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, and. Uh, uh, and uh, for those 400 years the Israelites had to uh, uh, fulfil uh, the, uh, the words of, uh, of Malachi uh, chapter 3 and verse 16 then they feared the Lord spake often one to another and that continues of course today that they that fear the Lord often, uh, uh, speak one to another and the Lord hears and the Lord hearkens uh, to that which we uh, said there's a lovely hymn in Gadsby's uh, selection here 911 if, if memory serves me right um, where uh, uh, Kent uh, uh, speaks about uh, the saints uh, gathering together when saint to saint in days of old their sorrows, sins and sufferings told Jesus the friend of sinners dear his saints to bless was present uh, there and it reminds us that we are here to uh, meet with our God uh, to, to, uh, uh, to uh, have, share fellowship one with another and to have fellowship with the triune God Father, Son and Holy Ghost uh, and, uh, uh, but uh, here uh, uh, we have um, Hosea uh, speaking in uh, the 8th century uh, before the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ he is uh, the one he is one of those uh, four prophets uh, that are called the uh, the eighth century uh, the prophesied in the eighth century, and they uh, prophesied of the uh, judgment that would come upon the children of Israel, both in the northern kingdom and also in the southern kingdom. Isaiah and Micah prophesied in the southern kingdom, and Hosea and Amos, Amos the uh, shepherd of Tekoa, uh, the um, Tekoa, I should say. Uh, they, uh, they, they prophesied in the northern kingdom and the northern kingdom uh, would, hate, would not hearken to the voices of the prophets the Lord had sent to them uh, prophets time and time again <coughs> starting with Elijah and, uh, and concluding with Hosea and Micah and they warned of the judgment that would come upon the northern kingdom that, the, that they would be taken into exile that they would be conquered and taken away into uh, exile and it was an exile from which they would never uh, return 
But here is Hosea uh, coming and warning uh, the, uh, the ch- uh, kingdom of Israel, the northern kingdom, of their backslidings. And uh, it, uh, later on, uh, elsewhere in the... Uh, uh, in, in, the, uh, in this book, uh, uh, Israel is, uh, is uh, described as a backsliding heifer, and it, can, it, would, it will not, uh, it was not able to help it itself. And the, the, the final chapter of this book uh, commences with the words, "O Israel, return unto the Lord thy God, for thou hast fallen." Uh, by thine iniquities we could almost say that that was the tr- uh, true of our own nation when we look round about us when we look round about us we see the ungodliness that abounds we see uh, the social engineering that goes on that is, that are con- that is contrary to uh, the word of God and the, uh, the commands of God and I think you know full well what I'm uh, referring to and all the wickedness that abounds we have con- uh, parliament uh, legislation, le- legislating for many evil things and the, the hand of God has gone out against us as a nation the, uh, the things of God are uh, despised and we are living in a day of small things and yet the Lord does have his people what a mercy it is that the Lord has his witnesses and what a mercy it is that our Lord Jesus Christ promised that he will build his church and the gates shall not <coughs> excuse me not prevail against it what a mercy it is that the earth will one day be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. So this, uh, the, the, these, this chapter and these uh, uh, verses are uh, uh, speaking about uh, uh, Jacob's uh, uh, experience of the things of God and how he was called by grace. Uh, in, the, in this chapter and also elsewhere in the book, uh, the um, uh, Jacob is, uh, is referred to under uh, various other names. The chapter begins with the word, if, the name Ephraim. Uh, he, that is uh, what Jacob was called, and he was also called I- Israel. And, uh, uh, and, uh, uh, and he, uh, he is, he is this, the, the central, central character in this, uh, in this uh, chapter. And in this verse, uh, when... Uh, uh, we, uh, re- we, we commence the reading of it uh, we are referring to Jacob yea he had power over the angel we read about that in the, uh, uh, in, in the 32nd chapter of the, uh, of the, of the book of, uh, uh, of Genesis how that uh, he wrestled uh, with, um, with, the, with the angel or he wrestled uh, with, uh, with God for he says uh, in verse 30 I have seen God face to face and so we, we, we conclude uh, that he wrestled with the pre-incarnate second person of the Holy Trinity the Lord Jesus Christ uh, and, um, and, and he prevailed with the Lord Jesus Christ he was uh, has power with God um, with men and has prevailed to look firstly at the, uh, this chapter uh, first of all uh, the, the, this chapter opens with the, the, the vanity of idols. Idolatry is a vanity. Men re- uh, take, uh, as it tells us in, 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 in the, uh, elsewhere in the uh, scriptures, how that uh, men take a stone or a, or, uh, and, and fashion it and say that uh, this is your God, or takes a, a tree that will not rot and uh, has that fashioned into an idol. And, uh, uh, and uh, the uh, 
the Lord and Hosea is saying through, uh, the Lord is saying through uh, uh, Hosea uh, that, um, uh, that Ephraim feedeth on the, on the wind there's nothing in it when people bow down before statues of Mary or bow down before statues of, of, of a crucifix or, or of other saints or other idols of, of, of the false religions uh, they are feeding on, on the wind there is nothing in it who can uh, bring idolatry near a home can't we in, uh, in, in, the, in, the, in the field of sports we have, we have our idols in the field of entertainment we have our, our celebrities and, and so on feeding on the wind feeding on the wind now the hymn writer says the dearest idol I have known whatever that idol be help me to tear it from thy throne and worship only thee but there is a greater idol there is a greater idol than those things that I've mentioned and that's the idol of self that's the idol of self you see we think we can lift ourselves up and we can think we think that we can work our way into heaven we think that we can become morally uh, upright and yet within us we have a heart of stone within us we have a heart that is uh, dark and deceitful remember how Jeremiah uh, writes uh, in his um, in his uh, 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 prophecy Jeremiah 17 and verse 9 the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked and who can know it you know, you see how they, how the, how that Jeremiah uh, writes using what is called superlatives. He, he says, uh, as he pens his prophecy, the heart is deceitful, and it's as if he he puts his his uh, quill down uh, on uh, the side of his parchment, and he thinks to himself, but that doesn't fully describe the state of my heart. That doesn't describe the state of the heart of man so he adds this uh, further uh, description the heart is deceitful above all things and then he thinks again again under the inspiration of the spirit of God and he uh, puts his he, he, he adds uh, to his description of the human heart the heart is deceitful above, above all things and desperately wicked desperately wicked and see he is uh, drawing uh, this picture as it were of the state of the human heart the, the very nature of man it is full of rebellion it is full of disobedience it is full of sin it is deceitful and desperately wicked and so man takes up these idols and man's heart in, in, in its unregenerate state is that of a, a sinful heart of oh, the uh, the uh, the psalmist goes on to, uh, in Psalm 51. Uh, David, after his uh, uh, sinful um, uh, actions with Bathsheba, he uh, he cries out, "Have mercy upon me!" Oh, have we been brought to that place where we have, have cried out to Almighty God for mercy? What a mercy it is, as as, as the psalmist says in Psalm 130. Uh, there is forgiveness but there is forgiveness with thee that thou mayest be feared if thou Lord shouldst mark iniquity O Lord who shall stand how can we stand in the presence of God as a young man I used to go out uh, on the streets of Sheffield in the town centre on a Saturday evening and join with other brethren to uh, uh, preach the everlasting gospel 
we used to go around the cinema queues and then uh, later in the evening uh, we would meet in the centre of, of Sheffield and have an open air meeting preaching the gospel and many people would say when I stand before God, God I will say this, I'll say that and I'll say the other but of course the scriptures tell us that we will all be silent before God we will all be silent before God we will not have a word to say when we stand before God, if we've been called by God's grace, we will just point and look to Jesus. As Paul says to the Hebrews, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And when we stand in heaven, when there is no further need, if I may say, of faith, we will look to the Lord, we still look to the Lord Jesus and say that he is our complete saviour. He's described in the book of the Revelation as the Alpha and the Omega. And so we cry out, have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness. I behold, I was shaped in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. And he goes on to say, purge me with hyssop, and I shall be whiter than snow. And he goes on to say, restore unto me the... the, the restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit to go back to the words of William Cooper the dearest idol I have known whatever that idol be help me to tear it from thy throne and worship only thee have we done that? oh there is that great idol the greatest of idolatry and so, uh, so if I am feedeth on wind it is emptiness there is nothing there and he uh, uh, he is uh, uh, comparing in verse 2 he is comparing uh, Judah and also Israel according to his doings will he recompense him uh, we cannot uh, hide from uh, God and then we come uh, to, um, to verse uh, 4 there are five things I, think, I notice that time is hasting on very quickly there are five things that uh, we can notice in this uh, verse uh, first of all, he had power over the angel. He had power. Jacob had power with God. Uh, then, secondly, he prevailed. He had power over the angel and prevailed. He uh, he wrestled uh, with uh, with uh, with Almighty God. He, Jacob was returning. He was returning from Laban uh, in Syria, and there's that reference in verse. Uh, 12 Jacob fled into the country of Syria that was because his brother Esau uh, was um, was, was uh, seeking to take his life and to murder him but he fled uh, and uh, into Syria to his uncle uh, Laban and uh, and there, there he, he was uh, <coughs> excuse me he was uh, uh, a, sh- a shepherd <coughs> And, but the time came when he was to uh, return uh, to Almighty God. He had the promise uh, before him uh, uh, that he would, uh, uh, that the Lord uh, would um, uh, would, be, would watch over him. Uh, if God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on so that I come again to my Father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. He had uh, commi- uh, sought to commit himself uh, to Almighty God in his ways. It reminds us of Ruth when she came from Mark uh, to uh, uh, the land of Israel. She said to uh, Naomi, thy, uh, thy people shall be my people 
and thy God shall be my God. In other words, that's uh, giving themselves over uh, to Almighty God. And uh, we're exhorted in scriptures to uh, give our hearts uh, to Almighty God. Whilst our hearts, you younger ones, whilst our hearts are still tender, uh, before we've known the evil and wicked ways of this world, we are exhorted to uh, give our hearts unto God uh, by the uh, uh, Spirit's help. Uh, but uh, so that, uh, there is um, uh, Jacob had uh, power uh, with with uh, God, uh, with uh, Almighty God, and uh, and then he prevailed with God, and then uh, he called upon God. He wept and made supplication unto Him. He was um, <coughs> found by God. He found Him in Bethel, and he was spoken to by Almighty God. And there he spake with us. So, for, for, so for, first, firstly, uh, he was loved by God. The Lord is not said explicitly in this uh, text, uh, in, in, the, in this chapter, that he was uh, uh, specifically loved uh, by Almighty God. Uh, but um, in verse 3, we are, told, uh, we are told of his birth, how that he uh, held uh, the heel of his brother Esau, and he was the younger of the twins, and uh, 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 Paul uh, speaks about, the, about this, about the, the love of God to uh, Jacob in Romans uh, chapter 9 and verse uh, 13. He, he says, as it is written, uh, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. It was said unto her, uh, the elder shall serve the younger, as it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. What shall, I say, what shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? God forbid. But we, we notice that uh, Jacob was loved in all his uh, 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 wanderings away from uh, the land of promise. In all those years that he was there in Syria and in, in his uh, uncle's house, in, 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 he was loved by God. And what a mercy it is that the Lord loves his people. He has always loved his people. Uh, 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 Jeremiah 31 and uh, verse uh, 3 we read of that love. The Lord hath appeared of old unto me saying yea I have loved thee. What a mercy it is to, uh, be, to uh, know something that we, that we have been loved. But Jeremiah doesn't leave it there. He, he goes on to say yea I have loved thee with an everlasting love. A love that goes on forever and ever. A love that began in eternity past. And a love that was manifested in time. And a love that goes on into eternity future. It is an everlasting love. It can never uh, fade away. Oh, our love for the Lord Jesus Christ uh, sometimes goes very cold. Uh, do you remember how the, uh, the Lord Jesus spoke to the church in, uh, in uh, Laodicea? in the third chapter of the uh, book of the uh, Revelation. Uh, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would that thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. The love of the Laodiceans had grown weary, and they had become lukewarm in the things, uh, that, uh, the things of God. But uh, uh, the, uh, the Lord has always loved and always will love 
His love knows no change. Love with everlasting love. Led by grace, that love to know. Spirit breathing from above, thou hast taught me it is so. Oh, what a mercy it is uh, to know that we've been loved. But again, Jeremiah doesn't um, uh, fin uh, finish that. He's the, um, the master, as I, as I said for a few minutes ago. He's the master of the superlative. Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. And, and so he draws the consequences of that everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn thee. I have drawn thee. He's drawn, and he will draw every one of his people uh, to uh, himself. We were singing uh, just a few moments ago the covenant of God's grace, and that's hymn 411. And you know full well that I, I do not choose the hymns, uh, but um, uh, the, uh, the hymn there by John Kent. Uh, John, uh, John Kent, you may be interested to know, he was a, a, dock, a, a dockyard labourer in uh, Devonport back in the 18th century and early, uh, early 19th century and he used to attend the ministry of Dr. Robert Hawker. Every Sunday morning he would go to Charles Church, the shell of Charles Church is still there in, in Plymouth on the uh, across the road from uh, uh, the big shopping centre there in the centre of Plymouth uh, and uh, he used to attend there every Lord's Day morning and he would uh, he would uh, listen intently to Dr Hawker then in the afternoon of the Lord's Day he would be at home and he would from his memory uh, bring forth uh, the sermon that, that he'd heard in the morning in, in the form of poetry and uh, so uh, most of he, uh, Kent's hymns like this hymn 411 uh, it, it was originated as a sermon by Dr Hawker and he spoke about the covenant of God, God's grace what a mercy that, we, that they, we, we're in, in that covenant in all things ordered well ordered in all things and sure as uh, as uh, 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 as it tells us in uh, 2 Samuel about, about David's deathbed although David's final words although it be not so with my house yet he hath made with me an, an everlasting covenant ordered in all things and sure and the covenant uh, is, is this of the loving kindness of God I have drawn thee he set his love upon his people in eternity past in time uh, the covenant was per, uh, the covenant price was paid in the incarnation of the Lord Jesus Christ. He came from the glory of heaven. He was found in fashion as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. Have we been brought to bow before the Lord Jesus Christ? Though the apostle Paul was brought to bow before the Lord Jesus Christ running, running at breakneck speed to Damascus to persecute Christian believers but he met with the Lord Jesus Christ and he was brought off his horse and he saw that uh, uh, bright shining light in uh, uh, around him and he knelt before the Lord Jesus Christ oh Lydia she was brought to kneel before the Lord Jesus Christ the Lord we are told opened our hearts gently he did a gentle work there and each one of us if we're a child of God if we're being brought by faith to the Lord Jesus Christ we, uh, we kneel before the Lord Jesus that everlasting love was in eternity past it was made in time and it goes on forever and ever 
as the unknown writer of that last verse that is added to Newton's hymn Amazing Grace um, uh, writes when we've been there 10,000 years bright shining as the sun with no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun it goes on and on through all eternity writes another hymn writer through all eternity to thee a grateful song will raise but oh eternity is too short to utter all his praise that's for those who have been drawn and who have bowed the knee to the Lord Jesus Christ but there is a day coming when every knee when every knee of the ungodly will bow before almighty God and before the Lord Jesus Christ and uh, they will uh, bow in subjection and they will hear those awful words depart from me for I never knew you separates the sheep from uh, the goats what a, a, a mercy it is if we've been made a recipient of uh, that uh, blood and then we have uh, uh, in, in the second place very very quickly uh, he, had, he had power over the angel and he prevailed with God I looked up the Hebrew word. I don't. Uh, I don't know the English language. Uh, the uh, <laughs> you might think I don't know the English language. Uh, I um, I don't know the Hebrew language, so I'm dependent upon Strong's uh, uh, Young's Concordance to give me the meaning of the words. And when and this word prevailed. The Hebrew word is yakol, uh, and it, it means a number of things. It, it means to attain, to endure, uh, to suffer. And, uh, and, and the picture that, that is drawn by that word is that uh, it is one that uh, endures. You know, remember the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. He that endures to the end shall be saved. And we're reminded of the, uh, of the, uh, the parable of the sower. The sower went forth to, uh, to sow seed. And he cast his seed. He didn't have the, uh, the uh, mechanic, uh, mechanical uh, uh, implements that the farmer has today of drilling the ground but he, he went he would plough the ground and then he would walk across uh, the, uh, the, the field with a basket in front of him and he would cast it, put his hand in cast the seed left and right left and right all through the field and so the seed some fell on, uh, on, the, on the pathway and, and uh, and the seed was taken up by the birds there was no work of grace there and then the, some of the seed fell on stony ground oh, on the stony ground hearer says the Lord Jesus is the one who makes a great profession he, 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 the, 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 the seed springs up immediately and it, uh, the growth is ahead of the rest of the, uh, of the uh, planting you see what's happening on the good ground is that there's no growth or apparently no growth because the seed has swollen in the moist ground and the roots are going down into the earth and then when there's strength in the roots when nourishment is gained from the ground then the shoot uh, comes up first the, first the shoot then, the, uh, then the, 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 uh, the ear and then the full grain in the ear but in the stony ground there's no moisture so the moisture comes from above and uh, the, uh, the little root takes in the moisture and, it and the, the plant shoots up. 
But when the sun rises in the sky, when the time of drought comes, there's no moisture under the ground. And so it withers and dies. There are so many who make a profession of Christ. And yet they are, they are stony ground hearers. They don't uh, grow. They don't, the roots don't go out into the grace of God. The roots don't go out into the word of God. The roots don't go out into the throne of grace. And so that, that when trials come and tribulations, then uh, the, 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 uh, the, the growth uh, uh, withers away. It's the same in the the uh, the, 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 the thistles and, and thorns. The, the cares of this world, says the Lord Jesus, have, uh, choke the growth, and there's no growth there because they they're uh, suffocated by the other plants. You look under a great oak tree in the New Forest, and. Uh, uh, the, the branches have spread right out. And you look at the ground. The ground is barren. Because there's no rain goes on it. There's no sunlight goes on it. It's always in the shadow. And it's the same with the seed that falls in the, in the, um, <coughs> among the th thorns and thistles. There's no nourishment. And so that, that plant fades. And this is what uh, this, this picture of the, uh, of the, the, the word prevail, uh, prevailed means. Jacob prevailed. There was that growth. There was that growth in God. Now the Apostle Peter exhorts growing grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Saviour, uh, Jesus Christ. And, uh, and, so, and, and if, if there is that true work of grace, there is no uh, drawing back. There is uh, the, the, the uh, ground on uh, uh, the good ground produces uh, uh, good fruits, uh, and um, says the apostle Paul. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But he says, and all oh, one of the the glorious buts of Scripture. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Now, do we have that true belief, that uh, saving of the soul, and we press on uh, in, in, in uh, the Lord uh, Jesus Christ. Then, uh, uh, Jacob, in the third place, <coughs> calls upon God. He had, yea, he had power over the angel and prevailed, he wept and made supplication unto him. I referred to the Apostle Paul a few minutes ago on his uh, 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 route uh, to, uh, on his way to Damascus to persecute the Christian believers. But of course, he was struck by temporary, temporary blindness, by that glorious light almost of the sun. He was brought to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ uh, by, uh, by uh, being, being spoken to by the Lord Jesus but later on when he's in Damascus Ananias is told to go and see uh, the, uh, and, and pray with, and pray with uh, the, uh, the, the Apostle Paul or Saul as he was in, at that time and the, the, the Lord uh, spake to Ananias and said behold he 
prayeth. Behold, he prayeth. There's a children's hymn that asks a question, uh, says, um, and asks, asks a, a question. I often say my prayers, but do I really pray? Do I really pray? We go through our prayers, but do we really pour out our hearts in prayer? Or how we need to uh, be like the disciples of old when they came to the Lord Jesus and said, Lord, teach us to pray. Lord, teach us to pray. How we need, how we need uh, that, um, that, that uh, uh, prayer. Uh, there is, uh, frequently there is exhortation throughout uh, Scripture uh, to, uh, to pray. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. And our prayers should be uh, <coughs> real prayer, not going through a form of words, but real prayer, pouring out our hearts unto God. And if you want to know what real prayer is, find <coughs> the prayers of the, of the Old Testament and the New Testament. We read the book of Psalms. And that is a, there's 150 uh, Psalms there, prayers there uh, for us to learn how to uh, pray. And then finally, Jacob uh, found, found uh, the, uh, the, the Lord he uh, was fed. he found him in Be in Bethel, or he was found by the Lord, I should say, because when uh, when he, 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 the fir first half of this verse is Jacob's experience, he had power over the angel and prevailed. He wept and made supplication unto him. And then you'll notice in our in our copy of the scriptures we have a colon there. Uh, the subject changes. You, when, the, when you've got one sentence in the English language uh, the, where you have one sentence uh, and you put a colon part way through the sentence you're changing the subject of the sentence and the subject here is changed from Jacob to the Almighty to Almighty God he found him in Bethel and there he spake with us he found him in Bethel God found him in the house of God well, that's what the word Bethel means. Beth, house, El, God. He found him in the house of God. Samuel was brought up in the house of God, as the little, as as is described by the hymn writer, the little Levites. He was lent to the Lord, and he grew up there. What a mercy it is to have a desire to enter the courts of the Lord, and to enter be. Uh, brought into the house of God and the house of God of course is the church of God not a building this is what we describe this as the courts of the Lord but the house of God is uh, the church of God built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone he God found him in that place wherever we go the Lord will find us what a mercy it is we can never, and, uh, and, and you, you, you only need to read Psalm 139, uh, where, uh, where the, uh, the psalmist says, Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? We cannot go further than, all my, than the presence of God. If I, uh, the psalmist says, If I make my bed in hell, thou art there. And, and, and so on. Read, read, read Psalm 139. Well, the Lord found him and he spake with him. God speaks. God speaks 
these uh, in, in Christ. Remember how Paul uh, uh, commences uh, the, uh, the epistle to the Hebrews. God who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son whom he hath appointed heir of all things by whom also he made the world. God, uh, Jesus is God's final revelation. Whether it be popes sitting on the throne speaking at cathedral or whether it be prophets or priests or other messengers that come at, at, at various times they are not God's revelation there is only one revelation one final revelation and that is the Lord Jesus Christ who is the Alpha and the Omega he is God's final revelation and if we would know God if we would know heaven if we would be taken into heaven it is by and through the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ he who said I am the way the truth and the life no man cometh unto the Father but by me and so this verse speaks about, uh, about Jacob but it concludes with this, uh, this clause there he spake with us the whole of the verse has been speaking mainly about Jacob but Jacob here is, is uh, uh, set forth as a picture of the church the redeemed church he was away from God he was called by grace he, he, um, uh, he, he was um, he, he prevailed with almighty God and he is a picture of the church uh, through its, uh, uh, its being uh, brought to faith and there uh, uh, says uh, Hosea there he spake with us God has not let me know it's not silent he has spoken in Christ. He speaks through his providence. He leads and directs through his word. But he points ultimately to the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Will the Lord add his blessing to these few thoughts for his name's sake. Amen. So our closing hymn this morning is the hymn 460. The gospel's a message of peace we oft by experience have felt. Tis filled with Emmanuel's grace and sweeps away mountains of guilt. 416. <laughs> Thank you.
blessing of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, rest, remain, and abide with each, this day and forevermore. Amen.